I want to welcome you to podcast number 168 of Quality Christian Living. This series has to do with the subject of dreams. Today's podcast number 168 is entitled, How God Fulfills Dreams. In prior podcasts, we talked about never say never to your dream or never give up on our dreams. So I believe the Lord has given us something very special because people love to dream. They love to think about their past dreams, their current dreams, their future dreams. But the most important thing is to understand that God wants us to dream. He wants us to to be blessed. He wants us to have goals and visions in our life. So today we're going to pray and ask God's blessing on this and ask for the Holy Spirit to move in a very special way. And I believe we have something in the Word of God that has been revealed to me that'll help each and every one of us. And I believe that your dreams can be fulfilled as we serve our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for the opportunity I have to bring this podcast to those who've listened in today. We know that Quality Christian Living, Lord, is a podcast designed to help Christians have a balanced quality life, to be able to understand what it is to have powerful prayers and understand how to walk in the Spirit and how to be led by the Spirit of God and how to have faith and how to get out of debt and all the subjects that deal with living a quality Christian life. But we're focusing now on our dreams, the thoughts and the visions that you place in our heart, Father, so that we can live really an amazing overcoming life, a quality Christian life. So I pray now the Holy Spirit would come in in a very special way and would anoint this teaching, would anoint the scriptures, that they'll come forth with boldness, yes, with clarity. I believe, Lord, that you're going to bless this particular podcast that people will be able to dream again, that they'll be able to see that they can go back and pick up that old dream that maybe they've given up on and that it can be rebirthed and come to pass in their life. And I thank you for it and I'll give you the praise for what's about to take place in this podcast. For I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray, amen. This podcast will focus on asking God for our dreams to come true. But let's look at asking for anything. Matter of fact, why don't we just address prayer in general? So we'll get into that first and then talk about specifically how God fulfills our dreams. Often we go to the Lord in prayer with a need for ourselves or someone else. There's a way to approach the Lord correctly and many ways to ask incorrectly. I believe the worst way to ask God for something is to approach it like we are at the prayer drive-up window and we have a long list of needs we want to ask for. Father, give me some of this and give me a little of that and give me 48 ounces of that and give me a supersized or deluxe order of that. And that's the type of prayer that some people think you should just kind of almost demand from God what he should give us. And I believe that's incorrect prayer. We can also get caught up in wanting something as soon as possible, like, Lord, I need it. I need it now. I call it the microwave approach, which obviously is incorrect. We put our prayer request in and we expect the answer in just a few seconds. Now, I realize there are times that we need an immediate immediate answer to an illness, car accident, physical problem, emotional problem, or some type of issue in our life that does need very urgent response. However, most of our needs are dreams do not require immediate answers. Let me help by suggesting that when we learn how to approach God for our wants, needs, desires, or dreams, we must establish a spirit-led approach, a Bible-based approach, and our need to seek God's will in our requests. When it comes to our requests to see a dream come true, we must be sure our dream meets certain conditions. Here are a few conditions I believe that must be met in order to have God be willing to answer our request for our dreams to come true. Number one, will the dream draw us closer to God? Well, obviously, God doesn't want to grant a dream to us that will push us away from Him. He wants our dream to build the relationship between Him and us. The Bible says that draw near to Him and He'll draw near to us. So, number one, that dream 
must draw us closer to God. Number two, will the dream bless the kingdom of God? So now God's not in the business of just promoting people and make them wealthy overnight and making them great success stories and personalities and celebrities so that they'll get their name lifted up. God blesses us and meets our needs because he wants the kingdom of God to be blessed. So it's crucial that when we think of our dream is some in some way or another, in some small way or in some great way, will it bless the kingdom of God? Will it benefit the extension, the expansion of Christianity in our world? Will it increase just Christianity in our own family by maybe one person or two people? Whatever it might be, that dream must bless the kingdom of God. Here's another one, number three. Will the dream lift up the Lord and not just our personal goals? Now, it's wonderful to dream to have a big home and to have make a lot of money and drive a nice car and go on vacations, and those are all good things. I don't think there's anything necessarily thing wrong with them. However, that must not be the only purpose of our dream. Our dream, obviously, draws us closer to God. It blesses the kingdom of God, and it must lift up the Lord and not just us. We must exalt the Lord that God receives all the glory and all the credit and all the honor when our dream is fulfilled. So remember, those are three steps. There's a whole lot of other ones that I could give you right now, but in future podcasts, I'll be adding to that. And in my prior podcast, I believe I gave you six or seven things or conditions that are required in order to see our dreams fulfilled. Now, when I think of dreamers, I think of Dr. Martin Luther King when he said, I have a dream. That great speech that he gave became famous because he had a dream for his people. He had a dream for people to live together in unity. He had a dream for civil rights in America. And he was not a perfect man. He was a wonderful man, a great man, a man who gave his life for this cause. But he wanted to see people treated equally. And I think it was a wonderful dream, and I certainly support that. There's another guy who dreamed, Walt Disney. He had a dream, and Disneyland was birthed. Now, I like that one. When I was a kid, especially like that one, in 1956, that goes back a long way, Disneyland opened up over in California. And Walt Disney himself had a dream to have a place where people could come and make it the happiest place on earth. And I think that's what they refer to it now. It was a wonderful dream, and there was really nothing wrong with it at the time. And I think that it's something that was a blessing to a lot of families. I know in our our own family, it was the big event of the year. When mom and dad said we're planning our vacation, all four of us kids would say, we want to go to Disneyland, Disneyland. And mom and dad would say, well, we'll try and do that, but we need to go to Ohio and meet family. And we'd be going, no, we don't need to go to Ohio. We want to go to Disneyland because it was our dream. But mom and dad had a dream that the family would stay connected to our family from Ohio. So they would sometimes skip a year and we, instead of going to Disneyland, we would go to Ohio and visit family members because their dream was to keep the family connected. So it's important to dream. It's crucial to dream. And there are people, both secular and spiritual people, who have dreams. Now the word of God is filled with dreamers like Joseph. And I'll be talking a lot about Joseph in upcoming podcasts. And also Daniel and Abraham and Jacob, and many others. So we'll be talking a lot about the dreams. But when I think about dreams, and I think about how to ask God for an answer to prayer or for a dream, I'm drawn to a story in the Bible that I think is pretty amazing. It's one that Jesus talks about. It's found in Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Now, this is the parable of the persistent widow, because she was persistent in requesting her need. So I'm going to read this, and I'm going to show you how it applies not only to prayer, but also in seeking our dreams. I'm turning once again to 
the New Living Translation, Luke 18, verses 1 through 8. Now, these are the words of Jesus. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. So see, here we go. They should always pray and never give up. We should never give up on our dreams. And we should always pray and ask God for an answer to our prayer. And if our dream is one of our prayers, then never give up for it. Verse 2, it says this. There was a judge in a certain city who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, underline the word repeatedly. I mean, obviously you don't have Bible probably to underline right now, but I underline the word repeatedly as I'm reading through it. She was saying this, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. Verse four, the judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. Now that's why one of the reasons I like the New Living Translation, because I can relate to that one. This woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. So I guess she was persistent, right? This woman would not give up. She would not let up. We ought to be that way about our dreams. Now we shouldn't try to drive God crazy. We shouldn't try and drive other people crazy about our dream, but we should be persistent persistent and never give up on our dream. Verse 6, then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Now, the judge was unjust. We serve a God who is just. Verse 7, he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him today and every night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? Jesus is giving a great story about faith. He's giving a story and an example. It's a parable about a woman who wouldn't give up. And even though she was approaching a judge who was unjust, who was not a good man, he didn't like God, he didn't like people, but she was driving him crazy. So Jesus said, if a person like that, who's unjust, who's being driven crazy by this lady, gives her what she needs, won't your God who is just and loving meet your needs, meet your prayer request, or meet your desire to see your dream fulfilled? But we have to have faith. He ends it with saying, but when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? This story tells me that we must have faith in order to expect our dreams to come to pass. And I believe that faith is a major portion of seeing our dreams be fulfilled. So God wants to bless us. He wants our dreams to be fulfilled. And there are many ways he can do that. So let's move on now and talk about some things I think that are necessary in understanding to talk about here is when we are seeking answers to our prayers or our dreams. Number one, don't give up. Number two, be consistent and focused. Number three, ask for it. Number four, constant requests with humility to our God, I believe will bring results. Number five, God will bring forth our dreams if we ask night and day and we don't give up. And number six, have faith just to trust and believe that God is there. So I want you to put those in your pocket. I want you to put those in your mind, in your heart, and believe that these are things that God wants to use in order to help us see our dreams become reality. You know, I always love to refer to the scriptures when I get into any kind of teaching or podcasting or preaching or whatever it might be. And so I'm going to share a few more scriptures with you and talk about what they tell us about God wanting us to see our dreams fulfilled. First of all, the Bible tells us that we must have dreams and that we must be dreamers. He sets it up 
when we read Jeremiah 29.11. I've used that before, but I've got to use it again in this case. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Now, that's so crucial to understand dreams, understand that God wants us to have goals. He wants us to have dreams. He talks about these are good plans. They're not for disaster. They're to give us a future and a hope. And that's what dreams should do. Dreams should always give us a hope for the future. In those days, he said in verse 12, when you pray, I will listen. You see, God always listens when we're asking for our prayers to be met. He listens. He wants to hear from us. Verse 13, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. So one of the things the Bible's telling me is that we need to seek him wholeheartedly for our dreams. Then we'll find him, that he wants us to have our dreams fulfilled. He wants us to have good things and doesn't want disaster to happen in our life. So God is the author of dreams and the supporter of our future. Here's a wonderful passage of scripture. It has instructions, I believe, about prayers. It has instructions about dreaming, about our our future and the hope and the plans that God has for us. But it also has some instructions here that'll help us keep online and focused when it comes to our dreams. Proverbs chapter 16, verse one, we can make our own plans. Okay, that could be dreaming. That could be ideas and thoughts and goals, but the Lord gives the right answer. The thing of it is, we may have a plan, but we've got to have the right answer from God. Verse two, people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. You know, when it comes to dreaming, we have got to evaluate our motives. It's so important. The Bible warns us about our motives. He wants our dreams to have the right motives, the right focus. I talked a little about that earlier in this podcast, but I need to extend that a little bit. You see, when God says in the Word of God, it tells us, you have not because you ask not. And then when you ask, you don't receive it because you got the wrong motives. There's another scripture that tells us if we ask with wrong motives, there's a good shot God's just simply not going to give it to us. Matter of fact, he won't. So then in Proverbs 16, 2, we hear people may be pure in their own eyes. We may think that our dream is good. We may, in our own thoughts, in our own mind, we might think that it's great. The goal is wonderful. The dream is wonderful. It's going to bless the church. It's going to be a blessing to everyone else. But then it says here, very importantly, but the Lord examines their motives. So God is examining the motives of our dreams. Now, isn't that wonderful to know that God loves us so much that he not only wants us to dream, but he wants to keep us on track. He wants our motives to be pure in our dreams. He wants our desires to be right. He wants our wants, our needs, and our desires to be right. He wants our dreams to become reality. But first, he's got to weigh the motives. Now, in verse number three, it says in Proverbs 16, three, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So it's one thing to dream and just hope it's going to happen someday through, I guess, osmosis or some other just instant form or whatever. But in reality, dreaming requires action. The Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. So therefore, I believe that dreams without action are dead. The action that we take is to seek God, is to make sure that our motives are right, to to seek him aggressively, to know that the dream's going to bless the kingdom, going to bless others, going to be a blessing to us. That's fine. But it's going to be a blessing to the kingdom of God and be a glorious blessing that God will support and get behind. You see, we want God behind our dreams. Amen? Don't we want God to say, I like that. You're on track. That's a good dream. I'm going to bless it. But if we have a dream that basically doesn't have the right motive, doesn't have the right purpose, doesn't have the right focus, and it's not designed to bless others and only is focused on us, God is not going to be supportive of that dream. And we are not going to see our dreams answered. Okay, let's move on to another scripture. I'll tell you, the more I read scriptures, the more excited I get about this entire series on dreams. Here's a passage. I was only going to read one verse in Psalm 37, but the more I read it, there's a number of verses we have to read because it all relates to our planning and our dreams and our goals and the things that we want to see happen in our life. So I'm going to start at the first verse in Psalm 37, 
New Living Translation, verse number one, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. All right, that tells me that if I have a dream, I should be focused on my dream with God and focus that it's going to bless the kingdom. I should not be concerned about the dreams of other people, whether they're happening or not. If someone else is getting some kind of a dream come true and you're frustrated why you're not getting yours, then you're out of focus and we're not trusting God. So don't. Dave, King David said this. He wrote this. He says, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. So don't envy those people who you think may be prospering or maybe having their dreams fulfilled or they're building great businesses or great families or whatever. In reality, we don't know what they're building because only God knows the intentions of the heart. Only God knows their motives. So God is telling us, keep your eyes off of them and keep your eyes on me. Verse two, for like grass, it says, they will soon fade. Like spring flowers, they will soon wither. See, God is warning us, keep your eyes on me. Keep your dreams focused on me. Don't be dreaming other people's dreams. I believe God wants to give us our own dream. God wants to give us the desires of our heart. He wants to bless us but he wants us to receive our dreams from him because they will last. They won't wither. Verse number three, trust in the Lord and do good. Well, that's pretty simple. Trusting the Lord and do good. Well, maybe trusting isn't as easy as we think because a lot of times we don't do things or we don't dream big because we maybe lack a little trust in God. But it says here, trust in the Lord and do good. That means if you do well and do good and trust God, you're on the right track. It says, then you will live safely in the land and prosper. So now he's telling us prosperity, dreaming coming to fruition is really a step of prosperity. So having our dreams come true happens because we trust in the Lord and we do good. And then we'll live safely in the dream. We're not going to get sidetracked or out of focus and we're going to prosper. Verse four, take delight in the Lord. Listen to this. And he will give you the desires of your heart. What a wonderful verse that is. That's the only verse I was planning to read. But as I looked at this, I could see there's a number of verses that apply to this podcast today. See, take delight in the Lord is so crucial because people have desires and they have needs and they have wants. So God says in verse four, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. We want to delight in the Lord and not delight in our desires. We want to don't want to delight in our dreams. We want to delight in God and then let him bring the dreams into reality. And then our heart's desire will be for him. Okay, verse five, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. Commit everything. Everything is a big word. I mean, that's everything. That's prayer and faith and trust and hope and confidence in God. And that's everything that we should commit to him. That's our work. That's our marriage. That's being parents. That's having a business or working for someone else who has a business. That's getting up in the morning and getting dressed when you don't feel like going to work, but you go anyways because you commit everything to him. You commit your job to him. You see, we're in the process. When we are in a process to see dreams come true, we've got to live a life that gets God's attention. And he's looking around. I think God's got this giant bushel basket of blessings. I think he's got this massive amount of dreams that he wants to see come true and he's ready to pour it out on people. And I believe he's looking over the earth and seeing people that he can trust and people that he can bless and people that he can pour out a blessing into them because they will delight in him and not in their dream or their desire. They will have their desires for him. And when we have our life lined up right, where it says, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him and he will help you. When that's in alignment, then God's going to take that big old bushel basket of blessing. And I believe he'll pour it out on you. I believe that no one in the world could convince me otherwise. Let's look at verse number six. This is the 37th Psalm. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. God wants, innocence is a pure heart, right? A little baby is innocent. It has a pure heart. A little child has a pure heart because they they haven't been taught all 
all the bad things of the world. I mean, obviously, little children grow up to be bigger kids and they need to give their life to Christ. But the bottom line of it is they have an innocent heart and it says it radiates. I believe that our dream can radiate like the dawn, which it comes to life. Just take a second and think about your dream. Just just right now, just stop whatever you're doing and you're thinking and think about your dream. Now compare your dream to the sunrise in the morning. What do you think of when you see a sunrise? You see new light, new hope. You see encouragement. You see positiveness. And that's what you should see in your dream. Our dreams will come up like the like the dawn, like the sun rising in the dawn. Imagine your dream coming to life, your dream lightening up, and the light of the Lord flows through that dream, through you, and he gives you a sense of comfort, a sense of purpose, a sense that he's going to meet that need or meet that dream. And it says in verse 6, and the justice of your cause, that your dream's got to be in the right cause. Remember, I talked to you earlier that our dreams must line up according to God's word. Our dream must line up according to God's purpose. Our dreams must line up according to the kingdom of God. It must draw us closer to God. So our cause must be right. So in the justice of your cause or the justice of your dream, put that in there, will shine like the noonday sun. I see for some of you right now that your dream is going to burst and come forth. As a matter of fact, I really believe the Holy Spirit is telling me right now just to share a word with you because I believe the Lord has a dream that needs to come forth right now. Someone who has had a dream to have a family and you want a good family. You want a righteous family. You want a godly family. You want to reconnect with your family that you had and now reestablish a family. And that's been your dream to live a life with the family and loving them and caring for them. Maybe it includes finding a husband or a wife uh, that don't have children and create your own family, but that there's a family connection that you want. Your dream is to see it rebirth with your mom or your dad or your friends or your brothers or your sisters. But I believe right now God is going to fulfill that dream in your heart. If that's yours, just reach out and claim it. It's yours. I believe that in Jesus' name. Verse 7 says, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. That word patiently has inspired me to do a whole podcast on the word patience because patience is a very misunderstood word. And I believe I'm going to have to stop here for a second and write some notes because I, I just need to write that down before I forget. You know, the Lord just gave me some things, I believe, for a future podcast on patience, and we must be able to learn how to wait. We need to learn how to wait on the Lord and have patience for our dream to come. Some people, they just want that microwave dream answer. Put something in, and two seconds later, six seconds later, there it is. It's come, you know, to pass. Or you've you've got that mindset that I just put all my orders in. I want them all to be with me as I go through the drive-thru. I put my order in, and now I go to the window and pick up my bag of, of dreams and blessings. We've got to stop that. We've got to realize that we serve a God who wants us to be still and know that he is God. We serve a God who wants us to wait patiently for him. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Well, I can't get into that now because that's going to be a future podcast, but let me finish this. Verse seven, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Once again, there's another reminder in there. Don't get your eyes on the dreams of others. God has placed a dream in your heart. He wants to prosper. He wants to bring it to life. And it's going to birth forth just like the sunrise in the morning. I believe it. Matter of fact, you might even ask God to show you tomorrow morning when the sun comes up. I want you to imagine that that's new light on your dream and receive it now and believe it now and trust God for it and get your eyes on him and your eyes off the dreams of others. God will fulfill your dreams according to his riches in heaven, according to his plan for your life, and according to his purpose and his hope for you.
Now, this podcast is moving quickly for me, so I'm going to have to wrap it up with just one more thought before we close this one out and get ready for the following podcast. I turn to a scripture in the book of John, chapter 16 and verse 33. What it tells me is that people who are seeking their dreams and want to see those dreams fulfilled, they sometimes get frustrated. I know it happens to all of us. You have a dream, you want it to happen, you've been praying, you've been trying to have the right attitude and the right motives, and you believe it lines up according to God's word, and all these things are lining up, but you're saying, but why hasn't it happened? So I believe the Lord gives us scriptures for absolutely everything or every event that ever can ever take place in our life. I be, I'm sure you believe that, or otherwise you wouldn't be listening to these podcasts. This scripture I want to read you has to do with when Jesus was leaving all of his disciples, and he was going to be going up to heaven, and he's telling them, you know, basically in verse chapter 16, I should say, in verse 31, Jesus says, do you finally believe But the time has come, indeed is here now, when you will be scattered, each one going to his own way, leaving me alone, yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. And he's basically saying, I'm going to be moving on, and he's trying to give them comfort. And I believe these words that I'm going to read you in a second are comfort for your dream, because I know what it's like to have a dream and have to wait on it and wait on it. When I was called into ministry to be a pastor, it took 25 years before that dream was fulfilled and I was asked by my pastor to go start a church in Scottsdale, Arizona. 25 years from the time of the calling to when the opportunity came. Now, there was a lot of things we did. We worked in the church. We kept we kept on keeping on, as they say. We worked hard. We taught Sunday school. We witnessed to people. We paid our tithes and offerings to the church. We were faithful to the house of God. When the doors were open, we were there and our family was there. And that was all good and we were we were doing what we thought we should do but in the back of my mind was always that thought lord is that going to happen and also when i was a businessman and i always wanted to have a company called day friend homes they have a custom home i've talked about this in other podcasts and that dream lasted for like 20 years from the time that i felt it come on my heart to become a home builder and have our own company to where i went through 15 years of banking and then another four years of partnership with other people and commercial business and things and then all of a sudden the opportunity came and that dream was fulfilled to have our own company. And there's been other dreams that took a long time to happen. But I can tell you, sometimes it takes time and it takes patience and it takes understanding. It takes trust. Jesus comforted the men that he was leaving and said, don't worry about it. I'm going to be okay. And you guys are going to be okay too. But at the end, and let this apply to your dream. He said in John chapter 16, verse 33, in the New Living Translation, I have told you all this so that you may be at peace with me or peace in me. He says, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heed because I have overcome the world. See, Jesus has overcome everything for us. We can put everything at his feet and he'll take care of it. He'll fight our battles for us. He'll help us through our dreams. He'll help us to accomplish our dreams. He'll lead us into our dreams. He'll birth the dreams in us. And then he'll help us with the steps that we take along the way. You're not alone with your dream. It's not just something that you thought about and God doesn't care about. No, God cares. If you care about it, God cares about it. So I'm just going to close this up today with a prayer. But I can tell you right now, you're on track by listening, I believe, to the Word of God and listening to these podcasts. You're in on track track to see your dreams fulfilled. And I hope that you'll let your friends and relatives know that this podcast is going on because everyone needs to dream again. 
and dream on for their goals to take place in their life. But Jesus didn't just leave us alone. He says, I've got you covered. I'm going to take care of you because I've overcome everything. So I'll overcome your situation and he'll bring your dream to reality. I believe it's going to happen in your life and I believe it could happen very, very soon. So let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity once again to bring this message at this time to those who listen. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them. And I pray that their their dreams, Lord, would come to reality, Lord. Some have had dreams for maybe only a few months or a few weeks. Others have had them for maybe years or even decades. I know what that's like. But God, I believe, Lord, that your answer to them is yay and amen. That means yes, I have a plan for you. And as long as your dream, I can tell you, if your dream lines up to the condition that God places on them, got to bless the kingdom. They've got to draw us closer to God. If they line up, I believe your dreams will come forth. And so I'm believing that for you. And I pray, Father, that faith will now flow through those who are waiting for their dream. They'll dream again. Some have given up on dreams. They're going to pick that old dream up, dust it off, and bring it back to life. Because God, I know it needs to be fulfilled in their life. So bless them now and keep them, Father. And I'll thank you for the great reports I'm going to hear. I'll give you all the praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to thank you for listening in today. I hope that it blessed you as we continue our teaching and our series on dreams. We've got a lot of topics to cover in the future. But if you'd like to get more information on David Friend Ministries, you can go to davidcfriendauthor.com and get my internet page up and you'll see a reference to all these podcasts on there. There's a link there that'll show you how to tune into all the podcasts we've done on CPN shows. And when you do that, you'll see references to faith and getting out of debt and gifts of the Spirit and operating in the Spirit and hope and answers to miracles and the power gifts and all the subjects that we need to have to live a quality Christian life. So I hope that you'll do that. In addition to that, if you go to my webpage, you'll see a reference to some of the materials that I've written. I've written several books dealing with helping veterans, dealing with help people get out of debt, to help them have greater faith, and to call forth things that are not as though they are. That's a book on faith I think that'll bless you. There's a book there on generosity and how it blesses us. So I hope that you'll pick those up. I think they'll be a blessing to you. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that through cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So we're coming up on a new podcast, continuing the series on dreams. And with the Lord's help, we're going to go into roadblocks to our dreams. I believe that's the next one. Although I really felt in the middle of this that Lord wants me to teach a podcast on on patience. So I need to be patient in order to teach a podcast on patience for our dreams. So I'll see how the Lord leads that. But for now, the next podcast will be entitled Roadblocks to Our Dreams. I'm going to show you how to knock down those roadblocks and how the Holy Spirit will help you and how the Word of God will take you through them. He doesn't want you to go around them. I believe he wants you to knock them over. Quite frankly, I believe that. And so I claim that for you. So with that, I thank you once again for listening in today. I pray that it has blessed you. And I'd just like to close with this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until our next episode entitled Roadblocks to Our Dreams, I pray that God will richly bless you and may you prosper. May you be in good health. May you experience the joy of the Lord. May you live a quality Christian life. And I pray that God will richly bless you and bring forth that dream that you've been waiting for. And I believe it's going to take place even now. I thank you for it now. Thank you once again for tuning in. Look forward to seeing you next podcast.